Hello, Screamer, and welcome to Scream Stream, your weekly spoiler-free guide to streaming horror entertainment. I'm your host, James Gass. If you're new to this show, what I do is pick a horror movie from, from one of the various streaming services and give it a spoiler-free review. Scream Stream is available wherever podcasts are served, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. And if you don't want to miss a single episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast in one of those places. Uh, you can also contribute to the show over our Patreon page. Uh, that is patreon.com slash ScreamStream. You'll get some extra stuff, which I'm working on. For those of you who are subscribed over there, I apologize. I fell behind. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I promise. Uh, so before I get into the meat and potatoes of the show, I do want to mention that uh, Instagram has launched their IGTV service and ScreamStream has a channel over there. It is uh, at ScreamStream. So if you're on Instagram, just head over to Instagram.com slash ScreamStream. Give me a follow over there. And I pers posted my first IGTV video and I did a review of The Houses October Built Part 2. And it's about like eight minutes long, so it's a pretty short review. And I think we'll be using that platform a lot more in conjunction with our YouTube channel, which I'll put a link to in the description um, or in the show notes for this episode. So I think what I'll do is uh, do like some horror news related stuff, maybe a couple shorter reviews and uh, post those on YouTube simultaneously with uh, the Instagram TV channel. Uh, so yeah, go check out both of those things. And, you know, if you'd rather watch it on YouTube, it'll be there. And if you'd rather watch it on IGTV, it'll be there as well. So I, I'm kind of playing with that whole vertical video thing. Um, we'll see how it goes. I also posted like a beer review on my uh, beer review channel, and that is uh, Southern Beer TV. And I'm probably going to do some more stuff with that because I do, I did get, I'd say, I, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm going off on a tangent, but... Uh, I do get more views on on the IGTV review, uh, beer review than I did on my Southern Beer Review um, YouTube channel. And same goes with uh, the ScreamStream stuff. I got more views on the IGTV than I did on the ScreamStream uh, YouTube channel. So, I don't know. I'll play with it and, and see, see how it goes. Uh, so far, I think people might enjoy that. So, let me get into a couple of things that I've been watching lately. Because I have watched some pretty interesting films, one of which I mentioned on Twitter, and it was called Living Dark, The Story of Ted the Caver. And I don't know if I mentioned this on last week's episode or not, uh, but I saw this on Amazon Prime, and I think this might be the first film based on a, a creepypasta story, Ted the Caver. Uh, so anyway, I watched the film, uh, and I might do a review of it, I'd say if you're interested and you have Amazon Prime, I would go watch it. Just saying. But I'll probably do a, re a review of this film maybe next week or the week after. Uh, also, I watched a film called uh, Tao on Netflix. This is a Netflix original. It's more of a sci-fi thriller kind of film. It wasn't that bad. I'm not going to review it on this show because it's not so much horror uh, as it is sci-fi thriller. It wasn't bad. It was a pretty decent movie, better than I expected. Uh, so if you're interested, I would go uh, check that out. I do recommend it. It, it was it was entertaining. I started watching another film called uh, Strayed, which is a Spanish found footage film. Uh, started watching it. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, I do plan on finishing it. I, I I was just tired, and I just could not keep up with the subtitles, so I had to turn it off. 
Uh, and then also I started a film called The Dead Room. Again, I didn't finish this one either. Uh, this is an Australian horror film. So far, I liked it, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, I will go back and finish both of those. And, uh, oh, the wife and I started watching Riverdale, and this is sort of like a darker version of Archie comics, uh, if you remember Archie. Now, uh, I forget which comic book company. I think it's Dyn it might be Dynamite Comics, uh, but they are doing uh, a horror-themed Archie series called uh, Archie in the Afterlife, or The Afterlife with Archie. Yeah, Afterlife with Archie. Um, oh, it is Archie Comics and not Dynamite. But this is a um, – it is it is a uh, horror-themed Archie comic book. I have not read this. I do want to watch it. Watch it. <laughs> I do want to read it. Uh, check it out. So uh, if I get around to doing that, I'll let you know what I think. But so far, Riverdale is – you have to watch like the first – five episodes to really get into it because you kind of, I don't know. We were kind of on the fence about it here and there. Uh, some of the acting was a little weird. The, the dialogue is kind of cheesy. Our kid does not like it. Apparently he thinks only a few people like this show. Um, but after like the first five episodes, we really got into it. We would really like it. So we are almost done with season one. I think after I finish the full season, I might do a video review of that. So stay on the lookout. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this week's review, which is uh, We Are Not Alone or No Estamos Solos, which is a Peruvian horror film, which was released in 2016, currently has a 4.6 on IMDb. And for a brief plot synopsis, a family moves to a new house and unleashes terrifying paranormal events that become increasingly violent and disturbing until a priest comes to their aid with unforeseen consequences. Now, this was written by Gonzalo Rodriguez Risco and directed by Daniel Rodriguez Risco. The stars Marco Zunino, Furiela Diaz, Lucho Caceres, Zoe Arvalo, uh, Jimene Lindo, uh, Mateus Regada. Actually, hey, I did pretty well that time. <laughs> I did do so bad. So, um, about this film. I decided I want to do a foreign film. And uh, because I'm here in the States, and I know a lot of folks that listen to, the, to this podcast, you might be one of those, uh, live overseas, overseas to me, uh, in the UK or wherever. So I kind of wanted to pick something, I don't know, it's not English language based. For my foreign my foreign pick, uh, and so I went with this one. It was in my it was in my Netflix queue. I never got around to watching. And I thought, okay, well, let's go ahead and do it. So right off the bat, let me just get the acting out of the way. Acting is pretty good, even for uh, the little girl who played Sophia uh, Zoe Arevalo. Uh, she did really good. Um, there were a couple times when I thought nah, she could have done a little better, or she could have said that line a little with a little more feeling. I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. She could have said a couple of things with a little more feeling. Um, so, but anyway, acting was good. I enjoyed it. I thought the story, let me, I'll get in the story in a minute. Cause I, I got a lot of stuff to say about that. Direction was nice. Cinematography was good. I liked the look of the film. 
the whole film overall, the, it had like this muted um, gray tone that just set like the mood of everything. Like as soon as you got into this house, it was just gray and dingy and dark and just really set the tone. And when they weren't in the house, um, colors were different. And so when you, when you went back to the house, you just instantly felt that feeling of, of dread and, and, um, evil, I guess. So story-wise, I thought it was interesting. The first three quarters of this film were good. <laughs> so the story was pretty, it, okay, so it was, it was a simplistic story, a haunted house film, uh, family moves in, uh, husband and wife. And, and stepdaughter or stepmother, whichever way you prefer to look at it, move into the house. Uh, spooky things start to happen to the woman and the child. The husband doesn't believe them, of course. Um, and he argues with them, and that in turn creates more negative feelings, and the ghost becomes more prevalent, and things finally start to happen. And she captures a picture of the ghost and shows it to the husband and says, Here, see, look. And then, okay. I believe you. And so it kind of escalates from there. There's some really nice jump scares. The story still is pretty basic. Uh, you know, I, I think in a lot of haunted house films, they, they spend a lot of time trying to solve the mystery of who the ghost is. This film didn't really do that. It just kind of stumbled upon, Oh, Hey, uh, by the way, uh, this is happening because of this, this, and this. And, and everybody's like, oh, okay, well, that's great. Thanks. Thanks for telling us there, Father. Um, because the information is just kind of spewed out by the Father. She she does, okay, she does a little Googling, a little bit, um, but not a whole lot. I mean, the, the way, the whole reveal thing was just kind of lazily written, I think. It was like, okay, we got our jump scares out. Here's what's happening. Blah. Um, and that was kind of disappointing. I, I felt that was a little lazily done. And then like the very last 30 minutes really fell apart because it went from haunted house to something else. And it shouldn't have went there. It, it should have taken a whole different direction. And the ending just completely fell apart. and was so disappointing. Uh, I, and, you know, I have to say. Even though the story was simplistic, it was still entertaining enough to keep me there, to keep me watching. The jump scares were good enough. I felt like in this film, it needed the jump scares because the story was kind of weak. But it was still entertaining enough to keep me keep me involved. But then at the end, it like I said, it, it fell apart and it went somewhere where it shouldn't have. And then it was just, oh boy, we're, we're, this is what we're doing with this movie? Yeah, I'm done. The ending was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Would I recommend this film? I don't know. I'm one of those people where I very rarely like listen to a review. Like if a review says, man, this film is, is terrible. You should watch it. I'm like, well, I kind of want to see it for myself. And for this one, I have to say, you know, if you really want to check it out for yourself, go ahead but be forewarned, the ending is going to make you mad. The ending is going to leave you with, why Why did I watch this? 
Uh, with that said, for my rating, boy, what do I give this? What, what do I rate this film? I think I have to give this like a uh, like a two point seven five out of five. Yeah, like a two point seven five out of five. Because I mean, it was good all the way up until the last thirty minutes, and it just went it just went to crap. So there you go. Yeah, two point seven five for me. Watch it at your own risk. <laughs> That's all I got to say. All right, so let's move on to new streaming releases. And, you know, I've been thinking about this. I Because I live in America, I just kind of, I've always made that assumption that most of my audience is here in America. And it's really not the case. Because, as I said earlier, you probably live in a different country. That isn't the U.S., and every time I do new releases, you're probably thinking, well, is this available in the U.K. on Netflix? Is this available in South America on Netflix? I don't know. And I, um, for me to go through each country and do like the whole, that would take a lot of time. So if you are, if you are not in the U.S. and there's something new on Netflix in your area, that you really want me to highlight, please let me know so I can talk about it on the show or at least mention it. Uh, and if you want to connect with me and, and let me know of those films, there's the Facebook page, facebook.com slash scream pod, or you can head over to Twitter and that's twitter.com slash scream underscore stream. Or of course there is Instagram and it's instagram.com slash scream stream. All right, so first up, uh, Netflix. We have quite a few things, actually, on Netflix to mention. Uh, first off being Tao. Uh, and as I mentioned, it's not really horror. It's more sci-fi thriller, but it does have a lot of, of good horror elements in it. So I'm going to include that. Uh, Van Helsing, which is more of like action horror. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Hugh Jackman was good in it. The Mouse? Mouse? The Mouse? M-A-U-S? I think this is a German film. It looks interesting, but it only has a 4.0 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, This is a drama fantasy horror. I'll probably watch this anyway. Uh, But that's been added on Netflix. Scooby-Doo, the live-action Scooby-Doo. I'm including this for various reasons, because it's Scooby-Doo. I don't don't need to say anything else. Uh, Pandorum. I really want to see this. This has been in my queue on various services for a long time. I've never got around to watching it. I really want to see this. And this is the one with Dennis Quaid, Ben Foster, um, Cam, uh, Jenadette, uh, and a few others. This has a 6.8 out of 10 on, on IMDb and a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know how that works, but I hate Rotten Tomatoes. But I really want to see Pandorum. If you haven't seen it, um, let me know what you, or if, if you've seen it, let me know what you thought. And we have Interview with the Vampire. All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. I've heard that was really good. Scream 4. Uh, Playdate, which is, I think, is another Spanish horror film. That looks kind of interesting. And that's it. So there's, there's a few additions there. Uh, now on Amazon Prime, we do have quite a bit of things that I do want to mention here. Uh, first is Curse of the Siren. Not to be confused with the film called Siren, uh, which I started watching but didn't get around to finishing. Uh, then we have Red Forest, The Quarry, Living Ghost with Bela Lugosi. I do want to see that. 
uh, Blood Widow. It looks weird. Maybe I'll watch it. Uh, Shark Attack, Bonzo, The Fergusons, uh, which is, I, I think it's like a horror comedy, uh, Reality Check, and Thirteen, Thirteen, Thirteen. There's a few. There's a few more, but I didn't really look. They, they didn't look like they should be even talked about. And then on Shutter, the only thing that was uh, added there was American Movie, and that's a documentary about the two guys who wanted to make a horror film. I've been wanting to see that too, so maybe I'll check that out somewhere else if it's available. I think it might be available on um, Amazon Prime. Uh, and then on Hulu, we have Stephen King's Thinner, American Ghost Hunter, American Psycho, uh, American Psycho 2, The Aura, uh, The Contracted Phase 2, the contracted the first one was really good. I, I liked that one a lot. Find me from from Andy Palmer, uh, who is actually the only patron of, of Screamstream. But his film Find Me is on is on Screamstream. Uh, if you haven't seen that, I do recommend it. It was really good. I, I liked that one a lot. He has another film out that I'm not going to review because um, conflict of interest, but I do want to see it. I forgot what it was called. I can't remember, but it did look really good. Haunting of Cell Block 11, The Inhabitants, Jeepers Creepers, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Killer Legends, which is a really good documentary, uh, Mimic, Monkey Shines, Monster Squad, I love that film, uh, Stephen King's Graveyard Shift, Silver Bullet, The Unfolding, The Prestige, and Zombie Spring Breakers. All that is now available on Hulu. If you don't have Hulu, I do recommend it. I like their service. Uh, there's quite a few things on there that I, I do like to watch. Uh, and they also have some really good anime stuff. So there you go. There is your new releases for this week. Uh, and I think that is going to wrap up this week's episode of Screamstream. If you'd like to keep, keep up with me outside of the podcast, uh, you can do so at ScreamPod.com. And there I have links to all of my social profiles, including the Instagram page, the YouTube page, the YouTube channel, uh, the Facebook page. If you don't like the Facebook page yet, uh, head over there and check it out, facebook.com slash screenpod. Uh, I do try to post over there more often, um, just kind of keep it up a little bit. Twitter, I've been posting a little bit on Twitter more, and that is twitter.com slash scream underscore stream. And then also on the Instagram channel, I'm doing some stuff with the Instagram TV, and I'll also be doing some stuff on the YouTube channel as well. And then while you're over at screenpod.com, you can check out all the show notes for this episode and all the past episodes. Uh, and if you have a movie you'd like me to review, or you want me to check out, or you want to know my thoughts on, um, let me know. And you can do so through all those social media channels uh, and just hit me up and say, Hey, will you check out this film? Or here's a film that I think you, sh you would like, um, or you want me to review on the show. And I'll give you a shout out too. I mean, that doesn't really mean much, but I'll give you a shout out. So remember to subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, um, Castro, TuneIn Radio. Uh, there's a few more out there on iOS that I don't have because I don't have an iPhone. But yeah, anywhere podcasts are served, I'm there. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And then finally, music for ScreamStream was created by Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech.com. If you're a creator and you need royalty-free music, Go hit up his website. He's got a ton of stuff there. So until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. <laughs>